Shalom, and I hope all is well. My name is Yitzchak Schiffman. Thanks for tuning into this podcast, and I hope you enjoy the Torah classes in it. Now, on to the episode. Shalom, everyone. Hope everyone's doing well. Be'ezat Hashem. Today, in Masechet Sanhedrin, we're going to learn Yudbet Amud Bet 12b, and we're going to start towards the bottom of Yudbet Amud Aleph. Tan Rabbanan, the last right down the page. Tan Rabbanan, it's two, four, six, seven lines from the bottom of the page, Yudbet Amud Bet. Be'ezrat Hashem, we're going to have one section on our learning today, which is going to be four opinions regarding the allowance, not allowance, to intercalate a year if the majority of people are Tameh, and we'll see about this, what would be the reasoning to do that. And we'll see also various opinions as to what was the sin of Chizkiah. It's going to have four opinions here, and we'll discuss all of this, God willing, through Yudbet Amudbet. Our learning today should, as always, be a zichut for a quick and speedy recovery, Rufu'a Shalema, for Yaakov Ben Dina, and we should hear Besarot Tovo, we should hear only the best of news. Be'ezat Hashem, let's get started at the bottom of Yibet Amud Aleph. Okay, so now like this. <clears throat> the Brayta here is going to continue discussing, like we've been discussing from yesterday, reasons that the Beit Din would see fit or not see fit to add an extra month into the year. The scenario here that we're going to start off with is, it's a year that as Nisan approaches, the Beit Din sees majority of the people are Tameh. Now, you got an issue because it's Adar. And then in Nisan, you have to bring the Korban Pesach. Korban Pesach is brought, it's the sacrifice brought by, every, by all the people, groups, on Pesach. But you could only bring that Korban Pesach if you're Tahor, L'Chaurah. So would this be grounds, perhaps, to create a leap year so you give people enough time to become Tahor because Adar will be extended to another Adar? And then people will be Tahor when the Korban Pesach is to be brought around, to be brought on Pesach when Pesach rolls around as it's meant to be. Now, this will lead us to a very interesting discussion, which is, there is a halakha if the majority of the Jewish people are Tmeim, are not Tahor, they're tmeim. So then the halacha is that actually sacrifices under those circumstances could be brought even in a state of tum'ah. It's a chidush. Usually you can't bring a sacrifice, Korban Pesach for sure not, in a state of tum'ah. But if the majority of the Jewish people are tameh, you're allowed to bring korbanot in a status of tum'ah. Now this is a unique halacha, and there are two shitot how this works. One shita says... Tum'ah hutra b'tzibur. Now what does that mean? Hutra means completely permitted. If there's a situation where the majority of the Jewish people need to bring public offerings, like a Korban Pesach, it's a community thing, as we'll see, we'll get into that, they would be allowed to bring Korbanot even in a state of Tum'ah if the majority of the Jewish people are Tameh. Not only are they l'chatchila, it's mutar, completely mutar. The other shita says that the leniency doesn't go so far, but rather it's Tum'ah dechuya b'tzibur. We push away the Tum'ah in a Tzibor when the Tzibor is mostly Tameh, which means you're given an allowance to bring the Korbanot in a state of Tum'ah, but it's not a Lechatchila. It means ideally if you could figure out an alternative sort of way, so do something else that it should be done B'Tahara. 
but if there's no option, you could bring it in a status of Tum'ah. So now, the Brayta discusses a scenario, Rashi says, a scenario where it looks like the Nasi is going to pass away towards the end of the year. Problem is, when the Nasi would pass away, all the Tzibu would become Tameh to its body because the Nasi was the leader of the Jewish people. So everyone's going to go be involved in the dead body of the Nasi, which means that the majority of the Tzibu or all the Tzibu are going to become Tameh. So now, Beit Din has to sit down and figure out, should they make a leap year and add an extra month, allowing the Tzibur to become Tahor and bring the Korban Pesach and Pesach in a state of Tara, or is it not necessary? So let's see the Brayta. Tanur Rabbanan says the Brayta. Tanakama says, and we're going to discuss and amend this, but let's just read it as it is now. If the majority of the Tzibur, like that case Rashi brings, the Beit Din sees that the Nasi is sick and he might pass, is going to pass away, Tzibor is going to be involved in his body. This would not be grounds to make a leap year and extend it to allow them to become purified. And it would appear at face value that this Tanakama holds, Tumah Hutrabit Tzibor, is that the idea of Tumah, the majority of the people being Tameh, it completely permits the public offerings now moving forward. And therefore, there's no reason to add an extra month. Rather, they'll all be Tameh and you'll bring a Korban Pesach in the status of Tumah. No problem. Rabbi Yudah um, says, no, we do add the extra month when the majority of the people are Tameh. And then Rabbi Yudah goes on to say something that appears to contradict his initial position. Now, Rabbi Yudah Omer Ma'abrin, this seems to imply is that it's not Hotra B'tzibur. It means it's not necessarily a leniency. The majority of the people are Tameh, that you could bring a Korban Pesach in a status of Tum'ah. But actually, no, push off the year, add an extra month. So people come, become Tahor. Amr Rabbi Yudah, Rabbi Yudah continues and he says, There is a story with Chizkiah who was the king of Yudah. So Rashi explains over here that there was a king whose name was Achaz. Achaz was a wicked king who encouraged and had the Jewish people involved in Avodah Zarah. Now the Chachamim said, Avodah Zarah, if you're involved with it, it makes you Tameh like Tameh Met. It's a Tumad Rabbanan, but it makes you Tameh like a status of Tumat Met. That's how Tosafot explains. So this Chizkiah was the son of Achaz. He became the new king, and he led the Jewish people in a tshuva movement. Everybody did teshuva. The problem was he became the king, and the people had this status of tumaf, miavodah zarah, that King Ahaz had the people engaged with. So Rabbi Yudah says that there was a story with Chizkiah when he became king, Melech Yudah, that he encouraged the year and he made the year a leap year because of the Tum'ah that the people still had from the Avodah Zarah they were involved with under his father Achaz. And afterwards he realized he had done something wrong because really, what, what Rabbi Yudah is bringing is, since most of them were Tameh, it was actually allowed to be brought in their current state, so it was not necessary to make a leap year. And then he davened that he should be forgiven because he had done the wrong thing by making a leap year because really they could have brought the Korban Pesach in their status of Tumah as most of the Tzibor was Tameh. How do I know this, says Rabbi Yudah? Because it says in Devrei Yamim when it recounts this story, it says, The majority of the people from Ephraim, Nasheh, Yisachar, Vizvulun, the different tribes, they're not Tahor. Turning to Yibet Mubet, and the Pasuk continues, Ki pesach belo kechtov, and they ate the Pesach uh, in the inappropriate way, which the way Rabbi Yudah is explaining it is, he pushed it off a month, which should not have been done, and they only kept uh, 
Pesach a month later means he made a leap year so that Pesach was kept a month later, which should not really have been done. And Chizkiyahu davened afterwards saying, Hashem Hashem, the good should atone for uh, the people, on behalf of the people. So what Rabbi Yudah deduces from this story is that since the majority of the people were Tameh, Chizkiyah should not have pushed it off an extra month. They should have brought the Korban Pesach timely because when there's a Tumah of the Tzibur, majority or all of the Tzibur, you could bring the Korban Pesach in its time and not make a leap year. Now the Gemara is going to note that there's an obvious contradiction within Rabbi Yudah's position because first he says, Me'abrin, that when the majority of the Tzibur is Tameh, you do make a leap year. And then he brings a proof from the story of Chizkiah that he had done something wrong by making a leap year because he should have done it in its time without pushing it off because the majority of the Tzibur was Tameh and that's grounds to bring the Korban Pesach in a status of Tumah. So the Gemara, we'll get to it soon, is going to note the obvious contradiction within the position of Rabbi Yudah. But either way, Rabbi Yudah is quoting that story of Chizkiah, and he seems to say what was the Avera that Chizkiah did that he needed to pray for atonement for was that he added the extra month, which he didn't have to, because most of the tzibor was Tamei, you could bring the Korban Pesach in that state. Now we go to the third opinion of the Brayta. Rabbi Shimon, Omer Rabbi Shimon argues, he says, If you're saying that Chizki had extended the year because of Tum'ah. He added the extra month so people would be Tahor when they brought the Pesach. No, Me'uberet. Actually, it's not true what you're saying, Rabbi Yudah, that it was wrong and it wouldn't be effective. Rather, Me'uberet, it would be effective, says Rabbi Shimon. Meaning, to extend the year in the situation of a Tum'ah, everyone's Tameh, it actually would be effective to extend the year. And that wasn't the sin of Chizkiah. So why was Chizkiah praying on behalf of himself? What, would, what had been done wrong? adar. So this is an interesting Allah. We mentioned this before. If Beidin wants to make a leap year, they have to decide and declare a leap year before the end of Adar. But once Nisan has been sanctified, Rosh Chodesh Nisan has been sanctified, they're not allowed to make a leap year anymore. And we'll see this is based on a pasuk. So says Rabbi Shimon, the halacha is you're only allowed to intercalate the year to add an extra month if you're still in Adar. But he already sanctified the he sanctified it when it was already Nisan. Means it was already Aleph Nisan, the Beit Din had sanctified Rosh Chodesh Nisan, and he decided, oh, this is not Nisan, this is Adar Bet. And that's Asur. That's what Chizkiah was praying for forgiveness because that was the wrong thing to do. The Gemara is going to have to clarify this because this is an obvious halacha that he should not have made a mistake in. But either way, he's saying that the mistake wasn't adding an extra month. It was adding an extra month when it was already Nisan. That's wrong. Rabbi Shimon ben Yehuda Omer, Mishum Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Yehuda, Shimon ben Yehuda says in the name of Rabbi Shimon, he says a third potential Avera that Chizkiah did. Now we're going to have to explain this as well, but the issue that Chizkiah did wrong was that he encouraged, he advised the Jewish people who were Tameh, and we'll get to exactly what the circumstances were, to make instead of Pesach Rishon, but to keep Pesach Sheni, which we know is the, the 14th of, Ad, of, Adar, of uh, Iyar, becomes what's Pesach Sheni. For those who are Tameh, they're allowed to push it off to the second Pesach Sheni. And his mistake was that he encouraged them to do Pesach Sheni. They should have done it in Pesach Rishon. Now, Again, we're going to have to figure out exactly what was his calculation and what was his mistake. When we get to the Gemara about his opinion, we'll get to that as well.
Now let's analyze Rabbi Yehuda. Amar Mar. So we had quoted in this previous Brayta, Rabbi Yehuda, Amar Rabbi Yehuda said that if the majority of the people are Tameh, like the case the Nasi, the Nasi passed away, Ma'abrin. So he seems to have argued in Tanakama. Tanakama said you should not make a leap here <clears throat> in such a circumstance, but rather keep it as it is. It means you don't make a leap here. Since the people are Tameh, you keep Pesach and you bring the Korban Pesach in a status of Tumar. Rabbi Yehuda said Ma'abrin, you do make a leap here. Means you add the extra month, seemingly so people are tahor when the Korban Pesach is to be brought a month later. Alma, so the Gemara says, we see it's Leila Rabbi Yehuda, Tuma Dechuya Remember the two positions I said about bringing a Korban when the majority of the Tzibur Tameh. So Rabbi Yehuda must be of the position that Tuma is just Dechuya, it's just pushed off. It's not completely permissible, but it's just pushed off. Now, what does that mean? It means, according to the Tanakhama, we say, Tumahutra Vitzibur. This is how we're understanding it now. Is if the majority of the public are Tameh, it becomes completely permitted to bring these public offerings, no problem. Rabbi Yehuda seems to hold. Why would you add an extra? This is Because he says, Dechuya. No. It's a leniency that allows you to bring these public offerings, but it's not a total allowance if there's another way to get out of it. So therefore, if you have the option of making a leap year, says Rabbi Yehuda, you should make a leap year because it's only dechuya, it's a leniency if you have no other option, but if you do have another option, then you should push off the year. In this case, may add an extra month so that you could bring it in a state of tzara. So it seems like he holds tumah is just dechuya, but it's not hutra v'tzibur. The problem is we have a bright tower of Yehuda seems to clearly hold hutra. Fahatanya, we have a Brayta that states as follows. Now, this actually this week's parasha. In, in, in parasha Titzaveh, we discussed the different garments of the Kohen Gadol. And Chazal tell us, each of the garments of the Kohen Gadol atoned for different Averot. Now the Tzitz, which was the forehead plate that the Kohen Gadol wore on his forehead, it atoned for Korbanot, meaning it was a Kapara, for Korbanot that were brought in a state of Tum'ah. Meaning if Korbanot were brought in a state of Tum'ah, so really it should be an issue and it shouldn't be effective, the Tzitz atoned for those Korbanot. Now there's a Machloket in this Brayta. Would it atone for Korbanot that are brought in the state of Tum'ah, whether the Kohen Gadol was wearing it or not when that Korban was brought? Or does it only atone for the Korbanot that are brought in a state of Tum'ah while the Kohen Gadol is wearing it? This is a Machloket. So the Brayta says like this, it sits, when it comes to that forehead plate that the Kohen Gadol would wear, whether he is wearing it on his forehead or not, at the time that someone brings a korban in a state of Tum'ah, it, it does atone, meaning that a korban that's brought in a state of Tum'ah is still going to be considered a kapara, divir Rabbi Shimon. Rabbi Shimon says <coughs> that a korban that is brought in a state of Tum'ah it's considered atoned for even if the Kohen Gadol is not currently wearing his tzitz. Rabbi Yudah Omer, Rabbi Yudah says, If it's on his forehead while this korban was brought in appropriately, so it acts as an atonement. Right? But if he's off duty and he's not wearing it currently and they brought a korban in that state of Tumah, it wouldn't act as an atonement. So the Brayta continues. Rabbi Shimon said to Rabbi Yehuda, I'll prove to you that it acts as an atonement, the tzitz, regardless if he's currently wearing it when the korban was brought in Tumah or not. 
Because Kohen Gadol Yom Kippurim Yochiach. I'll bring you a proof from the Kohen Gadol and Yom Kippur. Now, what happened on Yom Kippur? We know that Egel Azahav, which was a great sin the Jewish people did, was made out of gold. Because of that, much of the Avodah of the day that the Kohen Gadol did on Yom Kippur, which was a day of atonement, was without the golden garments, the four golden garments that he wore, and he only wore the four white ones. Because we don't want as the concept of Ein Kategor Na'asesanegor. The prosecutor can't be the defender. So if this is a reminder of the Avirah Ve'egel, you shouldn't wear it while you're doing the Kapara on Yom Kippur. So says Rabbi Shimon, on Yom Kippur, the majority of the day, he's not much of the day he's not wearing those golden garments. He's not wearing the tzitz. She'eno al so he's not wearing it. And yet, umeratzeh, we know it does act as an atonement. Meaning, we know on Yom Kippur that the reality is, is that even though he's not wearing the tzitz, nonetheless, it still acts as an atonement if a korban is brought in a state of tumah. Because we know that that's the halacha. If some sort of tumah happened in the Kodshim, the tzitz would still atone for it. So says Rabbi Shimon to Rabbi Yudai, you see clearly the Kohen Gadol does not have to be wearing the, the tzitz in order for it to act as a coverage, an atonement for a korban brought in tumah. Amarlo Rabbi Yudai, Rabbi Yudai said back to Rabbi Shimon, Hanach Yom Kippurim. Don't bring a proof from Yom Kippur. Leave aside Yom Kippur. Now listen to this. Shetumah hutra b'tzibur. Why? Since the offerings the Kohen Gadol is bringing are public offerings, that's like the Tzibur is bringing public offerings. And therefore, says the Gemara, says Rabbi Yehuda, in regards to public offerings, you don't even need the Tzitz to act as an atonement for it. Because Tum'ah Hutra B'Tzibur, public offerings that are brought in a state of Tum'ah are considered permitted because as a public offering it has the special halakha of Tum'ah Hutra B'Tzibur. So really you can't bring a proof from there. Really the Tzitz would not act as an atonement when he's not wearing it. In the case of Yom Kippur, since it's public offerings, it makes the korban that's a public offering considered as totally permissible. Even lachatchila, it's considered totally permissible. Now the kasha that the Gemara is asking is you see clearly from Yudah's position here that he holds tumah. He holds that when there's a status of Tumah, either a korban of a tzibur or the korbanot that are brought when majority of the tzibur are tameh, either way, it's not dechuya, it's not just that you're allowed to bring it in a state of Tumah, but like dechuya, but you could, if you could figure something else out, it would be better, but rather he holds it's completely permitted. So now the Gemara asks a contradiction. In our previous Brayta, we said, Rabbi Yudah said, Me'abrin. Why would you push off the ear if majority of the Jewish people are Tameh? Because he holds dechuya. Because if he held Hutra, just bring the Korban Pesach in a state of Tumah. But in this Brayta, clearly he holds Hutra. So it seems to be Rabbi Yudah contradicts his own opinion. Now the Gemara retorts, with a, qu- a question with a question. Now what does that mean? He says, the, right, the Gemara now turns back and says, why are you bringing a kasha on Rabbi Yehuda from an outside source? I'll show you within the context of his words in this Brayta itself, he seems to contradict himself. The way you're asking, you're interpreting that his opinion in the Brayta is he holds Dechuya, and the opinion in this Brayta that we just quoted holds 
Uhutra. But I'll show you in the Brayta itself, the first Brayta we quoted, he seems to say in the story with Chizkiah, the concept of Hutra itself, which contradicts himself inherently. Because what did he say? He'll contradict himself. Because first, Rabbi Yudah, Omer Rabbi Yudah says in the beginning, Me'abrin. If majority of the Tzibor Tamei had an extra month so that they'll bring the Korban Pesach Betara, because Dechuya is just a leniency, but if you could figure out an alternative solution, that's better. So from the Psak that he argues in the Tanakhama, he holds Dechuya. But then, we noted this before, Rabbi Yudah continued and he said in the Brayta, There's a story with Chizkiya Melech Yudah, he made a leap year. He added an extra month because the majority of the people were tamei from Avodazara. And afterwards, Rabbi Yudas said he davened because he shouldn't have added an extra month because Hutrabitzibur because you're allowed to bring a korban. The Korbanot Pesach, when the majority of the Tzibor are Tameh, it's Hutra. So it seems to be from the Brayta itself he's contradicting himself if he holds the Chuyah or Hutra. So Ella, the Gemara, says it must be to resolve the contradiction between in the Brayta itself as well as between the Brayta'ot, that we have to amend the Brayta, the first Brayta, and clarify the positions. So let me just explain this outside and then we'll see it inside. What the Gemara is going to do is you have to amend the words a little bit. Really the Tanakama holds the Chuyah. And Rabbi Yudah holds Hutra. Okay, we're switching the opinions, and let's see how it fits in the words now. This is how you have to explain the Brayta. Tanakama says as follows: The Tanakama holds Dechuya. So Lechatchila he says, even though I hold Dechuya, so you should still not make a leap year because of Tum'an. And this we're going to explain this a little more later. But Tanakama holds Dechuya. Tanakama holds that really in general you can use that leniency unless you have another option. Nonetheless, to make an extra leap year, it's not necessarily acceptable. So, you shouldn't do it. But since he holds Tum'az Dechuya, so therefore, im if you did make a leap year, since, again, Dechuya means it's not totally permitted, but if you could figure out an alternative solution, that's also good, it's better. So if you did make a leap year when the majority of the Tzibor are Tameh, so they bring the Korban Pesach in a status of Tahara, Me'uberet, it is effective, because the Tanakhama doesn't hold Hutra, holds Dechuya. If you hold Hutra, it wouldn't even be effective, which we're about to illustrate in Rabbi Yudah. Rabbi Yudah, Omer Rabbi Yudah says, Eina Me'uberet, so we're changing it now. This is changing the opinion. Rabbi Yudah holds Hutra B'tzibur. Since it's Hutra, you had to bring the Korban Pesach in the first month, even though everybody was Tameh, because it's considered permitted when the majority of the Tzibur are Tameh. Not just allowed, but it's totally allowed. It's permissible. So therefore, if you add the extra month when the majority of Tzibur are Tameh, it's not a leap year, because the right time is actually the first, the first, uh, the, the first month, like you were supposed to. And on that, and then he quotes a story from Chizkiah, which illustrates this newfound position of Rabbi Yudah. He holds Hutra. Since Chizkiah should have brought the Korban Pesach in the first opportunity when they were all Tameh, and he didn't, that was considered wrong because people ended up bringing the Korban Pesach in the wrong time because that's not considered Ibur Shana as it was Hutra in the first place. Okay, so what comes out now is the Tanakhama holds Dechuya. And therefore, <clears throat> you shouldn't extend the year if the majority of the public is Tameh, but if you do, it is effective. Rabbi Yudah holds Hutra, so therefore, you can't extend the year. If you do, it's not even effective because that is the time to bring it when everyone's Tameh. Asks the Gemara, Ihachi, but what was the third opinion in the Brayta? We had Rabbi Shimon. Rabbi Shimon said, 
The issue of Chizkiyah was not the Tum'ah, because if Tum'ah was the issue, meaning the, if, if, if sorry, if it was an issue of Tum'ah when he made a leap year, it would be effective. So that wasn't the issue, actually. So the Gemara says, but wait a second. Comes out that according to Rabbi Shimon, seems to be saying the same as the Tanakama now. Tanakama said, you shouldn't, you, you, could, if you extend the year when majority of tzibur is tameh, it's effective. And Rabbi Shimon says it's also effective. So what's the machloket now between Tanakama and Rabbi Shimon? If Chizkiah would have extended it because of Tumah, it would be effective. So what's now indeed the difference between Tanakama and Rabbi Shimon? So Rava, Rava explains... Really, both Tanakam and Rabbi Shimon hold dechuya, but lechatchila ikabenayu. The machloket between them is lechatchila. So, what does it mean? They both hold dechuya, and now, therefore, what comes out is as follows: According to Rabbi Shimon, since you only hold dechuya, tumas dechuya v'tzibur. That means if you don't have another option, so then bring a korban in a state of tumah if the majority of the public are tameh. But since you have an option to extend the year, lechatchila you should extend the year, and then in a month from now, when Pesach rolls around, based on the new count, you'll be able to bring it in a state of tara. Now Tanakama agrees dechuya. So b'diavit, if you did it, it's going to be effective. The month is binding, but he still says lechatchila to make an extra month. That's not necessarily right. So therefore, don't do it lechatchila. But b'diavit, if you did it, will be effective. Now, Rabbi Yudah disagrees outright. He's the third opinion. And he holds to Mahut Rabbitzibor. Lechatchila, do it in that month, actually. Because Lechatchila, it's completely permissible. To Mahut Rabbitzibor, it's completely permitted. So the Gemara says, Tanya Mihachi, and the Braitha supports this new understanding as the Braitha says as follows. The Tanakama says, you should not extend the year because of Tum'ah Lechatchila. But he means to say is, if you did it, it would still be effective. And then Rabbi Shimon finished off, as we saw in the Brayta before, what's the reason that Chizkiah therefore davened? He, was, he had per- perfect, acceptable reason to extend the year. Because as we said, is that you're only supposed to extend the year at the extra month if it hasn't yet reached Nisan. But if it's already reached Nisan, which it seems to be, is what Rabbi Shimon says with the Averav that was wrong, that would not be effective, and that's why he did something that was considered incorrect. Okay, let's move on now. Now we're going to analyze the position of Rabbi Shimon. Rabbi Shimon said the Averav Chizkiah was that the only way Chachamim could add that extra month is if you haven't reached Nisan yet. But once you reach Nisan, you can't. And therefore, for him to change Nisan back to being Adar, that was the Averav that he did, that he davened for. The problem the Gemara is going to say is, this is a Mephorish Pasuk that teaches us this. He had to have known that halacha. So, Amar Marsh, Ein ma'abrin ela adar ber nisan b'nisan. Asks the Gemara, V'letle l'chizkiah, did chizkiah not know ha'chodesh hazelachem? This is a drasha, which is, that we learn, this month shall be established for you, referring to Nisan. Zenisan, this refers to the month of Nisan. And the way we expound the Pasuk is, achar nisan. Once the month is established as Nisan, you can't add any extra months. Everybody knows that Alakha. So you can't tell me that Chizkiah made such a fundamental mistake. So the Gemara says, no, no. His mistake was a little more nuanced. It was a little more particular. As we're about to explain, Shmuel. He made a mistake in a Psak of Shmuel. Let me explain this outside and we'll see it inside. Shmuel holds as follows. 
Everyone knows you can't extend and add an extra month after Nisan's reached. Nisan, it's the new year. There's nothing to talk about. Shmuel says, it's not only when Nisan reaches, but if the 30th day of Adar reaches, you're also not allowed to add an extra month. Rabbinically. Now, why is that? Because the 30th day of Adar could theoretically be Aleph Nisan. So therefore, meaning, because Adar could either be 29 days or 30 days. If it's 29 days, the 30th day of Adar, we're calling it, would really be Aleph Nisan. So Shmuel says, once the 30th day of Adar has reached, even if the court did not declare it Rosh Chodesh, you're no longer allowed to make a leap year. If the Beitin wants to declare a leap year, it has to be before the 30th day of Adar. Now, Chizkiah made a mistake. He didn't know this, or he made a mistake in this halacha, and he declared a leap year, added the extra month, on the 30th of Adar. That's a much more nuanced issue, but he didn't make a mistake, Bechlal, that it was right in Nisan, and he declared Adar Sheni. Let's read that inside. You're not allowed to declare the extra month on the 30th of Adar, because that's already a day that could theoretically be Nisan if Adar was 29 days. He made a mistake. He thought, We don't hold of this necessarily. You don't have to argue like this. And you could declare a leap year on the 30th. So therefore, he made a mistake, and that's what he was davening. Because he should have known the Psaq of Shmuel. Now it's worth mentioning here, Shmuel is an Amora. Chizkiah was one of the kings of Yehuda in the times of Bayit Rishon. So we're talking about uh, more than 500 years, maybe 700 years between, yeah, I'd say about 700 years, between uh, Shmuel, Chizkiah preceded Shmuel by 700 years, but it means he should have known that shita. It was Shmuel's shita said later, but that was a shita people knew about, and he made that mistake. Tani Namihachi, the Brayta teaches us similarly, you cannot extend the year at the extra month if it's already the 30th of Adar, because it's already a day that would theoretically be fitting to establish as Nisan, and therefore it's no longer such an allowance. Now, this was the fourth opinion in the Brayta. And with this final piece, we'll finish up for the day. We had the fourth opinion was Rabbi Shimon ben Yehuda in the name of Rabbi Shimon. He said, what was the mistake of Chizkiah? Is that he pushed people who were Tameh to bring the Korban Pesach on Pesach Sheni, but really he should have allowed them to bring it on Pesach Rishon. So the Gemara here tries to figure out exactly what was this error? What, what, is, this, what is this fourth Shita? He encouraged the Jewish people to keep Pesach and Pesach Sheni, to bring the Korban Pesach then, and not in Pesach Rishon. So the Gemara says, Echidami. What is the case over here exactly? Meaning, what was this mistake? And again, it's a similar question to we had before in Rabbi Shimon. Is everybody knows that if majority of people are Tameh, so for example, so then you keep it in Pesach Rishon. It's a Tumahot Shabbat for example. So what was the mistake then that Chizkiah made pushing people to keep Pesach Sheni? Amar Ravashi, Ravashi says, he said it was a unique circumstance based on a machlok de Mesechet Pesachim. It's very interesting. Let me explain this outside. There is a machloket in Mesechet Pesachim if women are obligated in Korban Pesach. Do they have a chova, that they have an obligation to be part of Korban Pesach? Or is it a reshut? It's an allowance. They're, they have voluntary allowance. And as we're about to see, what happened was the number of people tameh, when calculated with the women and without the women, changed if there was a majority of Tahor people or a majority of Tameh people. So initially, Chizkiah held one way, and then he realized he made a mistake and passed in the other way. And this swayed if you were allowed to 
have those people that were Tameh bring Korban Pesach on the first Pesach, or if they had to be pushed off till the second as individuals. So let's see that inside. Very interesting. What happened was, the, major, the Jewish people, the men, let's say like this, were, literally means half Tameh and half Tahor, but Rashi points out of it here, that's a little bit misleading. Really what it means is, we should go through this Rashi, there were more Tameh men than Tahor men. So if you just took the men into account, you'd say the majority of the men are Tameh, and therefore, you should bring the Korban Pesach actually in the first Pesach. Okay. But the women who were mostly Tahor added together with the men who were Tahor made it that there would be more people Tahor than Tameh. So Savar, originally Chizkiah thought, Nashim Barishon Chova. Women are obligated in Korban Pesach and the first Pesach. And therefore he thought they should be added into the calculation. So it turns out the majority of the Tzibor are Tahor. And therefore if the majority are Tahor, so there's only individuals are Tameh, they get pushed off to the second Pesach. That's why he encouraged them to keep the second Pesach. Tahavu mi'utan because there are only minority individuals who are Tameh. And those individuals are pushed off to Pesach Sheni. But in the end, he understood, No, women in the first Pesach is only voluntary. So they should not be taken into the account, into the number. And therefore, It turns out the majority of the nation are Tmeim. And therefore, the Korban Pesach should have actually been brought in the state of Tuma, in Pesach Rishon. And it shouldn't be pushed off to Pesach Sheni. That was his mistake. And that's why after he said, I made a mistake, shouldn't have pushed it off because the majority shouldn't be calculated, including the women, as says, according to the Shita, as they are only a Rishut, a uh, voluntary inclusion in Korban Pesach. That was the mistake that Chizkiah made. Okay, we're stopping at the two dots toward the bottom of Yud Bet and Mud Bet. Bezrat Hashem will continue on uh, tomorrow with Yud Gimel and Mud Aleph. In the meantime, I want to wish everybody Shabbat Shalom, a wonderful day, all the best. Till next time, all the best.